Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. It's been a minute since I've done an episode on healing, and I'm excited to kind of dive back into the healing journey, the messiness of it. And it's funny because I'm recording this podcast with such a smile on my face right now, and knowing that some of you need to hear this message. And it's also really cool because this is the first time where I've really been in this position. This healing journey for me has been so messy and it felt like it was such a long season. 2022 felt like I went through hell and back multiple times. And to be honest, it was actually 2020 to 2022 that felt like just this blur of emotions and trauma and healing and getting knocked down and barely being able to pick myself back up off the floor. And now I'm in this season where I have such a love and compassion for that version of me and everything she went through. And I'm also on the other side of it and I have so much joy and happiness in my life and so many amazing things that are happening and amazing people that have come into my life that I'm almost speechless. And I think that the only reason I was able to get there is because I did go through the messiness of the healing journey and I just really embraced it and let myself feel all the things. And know that my healing journey isn't done by any means. I think healing is this lifelong thing where you work through these triggers and the trauma and you just get better at it and you just get stronger. When I was going through my healing journey, it was explained to me that, look, when we have trauma that we've dealt with in our life, if you think about it as this like really small circle, that circle will never go away. It's permanently there and that's okay. But what happens is you start to grow and expand around it, right? You start to get bigger. You start to have different memories and different people in your life that bring you joy and all these things. And even though that small part of your life is still there, that small circle is still there and you will have flashbacks or memories or nostalgia come back to you that's okay. We're allowed to have that. It doesn't mean that you haven't healed. It doesn't mean that you're not doing the work. It's just understanding that you need to zoom out and look at everything that's happening around it and how much growth that's happened and expanded since that happened in your life. 
and this is where the healing process isn't linear. You know, we like to think it's from like A to B and B to C and we just do all these things, X, Y, and Z, and we're just going to be perfect and we're going to be healed. But that is not at all how it works. And I've been having a couple conversations with clients lately. One of them, for the first time in a long time, we're really working on her nervous system. And I know sometimes it's hard for people to be like, wait, you're a nutritionist and a trainer. Why are you working on the nervous system? But it's understanding that a lot of the coping mechanisms and the things we do to keep us safe and the habits and patterns with our health are directly related to not nourishing our nervous system for so long and just being in fight or flight and having cortisol spike all the time and having these patterns. And it's the reason so many of us have developed emotional eating and a bad relationship with ourselves. So we've been really implementing these simple moments of quiet and calm in her life. For example, when she wakes up in the morning, she doesn't pick up her phone for 10 minutes and she does a little bit of breathing and a little bit of moving. And the other day she had a panic attack for the first time in years. She couldn't remember the last time she had a true full panic attack. She still deals with anxiety, but like this was full blown. And she sent me a message the next morning and was like, I don't understand what the heck is going on. I'm doing better. I'm doing the work. I'm changing all these things. Yet I had this massive panic attack and I just feel like I'm failing. And I was like, whoa, 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 we got to hold on for a second here. Because when we're busy, when we're living the busy life, the hustle life, when we're going and checking things off a to-do list constantly and we're distracting ourselves and we can never sit in silence and we always have music on or we're always scrolling, we're always numbing. We're always numbing the emotion and the pain that we are trying to feel. And it's a very common thing. Every single person does it. But when you take the numbing away and you actually start to sit with how you're feeling and you actually start to sit with your emotions, we start to uproot them. We start to peel back the onion, right? Like you have stuffed down emotions and memories and trauma. And when things come up, you busy and distract yourself to death. And then all of a sudden when you don't do that and you take these moments and your system starts to calm down a bit, these memories and emotions start to dig up. We're like uprooting it a little bit. It's it's like a plant. When you think about repotting a plant, it goes through a phase where it's a little bit funky. It's like, hey, you just did something to me and I don't know if I like it and I know it's better for me in the long run, but right now uh, I'm going to look like I'm dying for a little bit. It's very similar to what we go through. Understanding that when you sit in silence and you're starting to deal with emotions and you're starting to actually feel, because the more we feel, the more we heal, then you start to go through these like, again, the best way for me to describe it is a roller coaster. You start to be like, what the heck is going on? And you're feeling things that you haven't felt in a while, which is good because you need to get those out of your system. But for that period in time where you're getting it out of your system, you're like, what the heck is going on? I'm an absolute mess. I'm too emotional. I haven't done any work. You're questioning yourself from every avenue. And the reason I know these moments so well is because I had so many of them. I had so many memories come back or so many moments of like nostalgia when I was healing. For a lot of us, they can come up as anger, as frustration, as anxiety, as stress. For me personally, they came up as sadness. They came up as missing somebody that wasn't a good human or a good person on any level that treated me the worst of the worst, but at some point he made me feel a certain way and those memories were coming back up for me almost on repeat. And I had to remember that it's okay to have those. It's okay to not push them down. It's okay to feel through them. And it's also okay to understand that 
that's just a memory. Eventually, the more I leaned into it and didn't push them away, the more comfortable I got with that thought forever being a memory. It became so much more comfortable to me. It was like second nature. That's something I'll never have again, and I'm actually so okay with it. That memory is allowed to live. Don't try and hide it. Don't try and push it down. Because when you do that, you delay the healing process that you're trying to get to. I know when you're working through it, you're in the trenches. You're like, what is going on? Am I ever going to get out of this war in my head and in my body? And I promise you, you will. But the only way you get through it is when you feel through it and you actually work through it. The ugly cries are part of the work. They're part of the process. Don't get pissed off at yourself. Have love and compassion towards that version of yourself that she did the best she could at that time. She did the best she could with the tools she had, knowing what she can navigate, no matter what trauma you're working with. Whether it's abuse, whether it's emotional abuse, whether it's loss, whether it's a relationship, a loved one, or I mean, a variety of traumatic situations that can happen in our life. The more you work through it and you don't get upset at yourself for feeling a certain way, the more you're going to be comfortable with that just being a memory. The more you're going to be comfortable with working through that. And in those moments, I want you to take a step back, to remember to take a step back, to look at how far you've actually come. Look at how far you were from three weeks ago, from three months ago, from three years ago. I'm a different human being than I was in 2021. And again, I have so much love and compassion for her because she did the best she could and she put up with the bare minimum because that's all she knew how to do. This version of me knows better. And I know a lot of you might not be at that place where you can have love and compassion for that person or whatever you're healing from, and that's okay. You don't ever have to get there. I didn't think that I would ever, ever get to a point where I would have forgiveness for that person or myself until I realized that forgiveness wasn't about him. It was about me and being able to move on with my life. But it took me being able to zoom out and understand how far I've come and understand why I got in situations where I was and understand empathy in the entire process. And it can take a long time to really wrap your head around that. And my best advice is not to rush the healing process, not to rush it at all, to lean into it and to understand that even though sometimes it doesn't feel like the needle is moving forward, it is. And you've grown so much more than you're giving yourself credit for. And you are one day closer to the best version of you. And that version is so freaking worth it. And I'm excited for you to get there. And I'm excited to support you on this entire journey. And I hope if you got anything out of this episode, it's understanding that no matter how messy it is, girl, you are still healing. You're still doing the work. And I'm proud of you. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.